Ladies, envies, and gentlemen, you are listening to Composer Chats, a weekly gaming show where we talk about headlines and the games we've been playing. Although we won't really get into the second part of that this week. This is the voice of Jake Composer Jacobson, and today is Wednesday, April 22nd, 2020. Honestly, one of my favorite parts of recording this show is reading what the date is out loud because it anchors me to reality. <laughs> um, before we talk about the uh, headlines, just a little bit of, I guess, personal news. Um, we found out officially on Monday that the uh, store that I... Well, I mean, the store that I worked at when things were open will not be opening again uh, once the sort of shelter-at-home business is over, uh, So, which I, I guess mostly say because, one, it, it feels better sort of to say it out loud. I'm still kind of processing it myself. But, two, as a, as a means of sort of, you know, when I say things which I say on all of my content, uh, and in case that I maybe sound uh, overtly grateful, and hopefully I don't sound, you know, f- fake grateful. Um, uh, but m- really, mostly it's context for when I tell you that everybody who listens to this show or watches any of my YouTube videos or watches me stream, uh, that that means a lot to me because that kind of support does. Uh, and it's that kind of support you know, even with even without any kind of monetary stuff, uh, it, it, like that is the kind of stuff that that's kind of helping me get through this right now. So, uh, you know, I, I usually save this stuff for the end. I figured I would put this one in the beginning because why not? <laughs> uh, but I appreciate everybody who listens to these, uh, and yeah, I'm gonna keep trying to make them every Wednesday. So. Here we go. Uh, We won't really be talking about what I've been playing too much this week, but before we get into that little tidbit, let us look at some headlines. The remaster of Star Wars Episode One Racer, which is the Nintendo 64 pod racing game that was released in so long ago, is scheduled for May 12th, so a couple of weeks from now. That's going to be on the Switch and on the PS4. I'm unclear if there's going to be online. Couldn't find anything when I checked that said kind of concretely either way. I'm hoping so because I think that would be dope. But either way, those games were a lot of fun. They have a bit of a cult following, I would say. So I'm excited that those games are being remade and being re-released. The remaster for Episode 1 Racer was kind of a surprise that came out of a sudden Nintendo Direct a couple of weeks ago. So I'm excited that it's coming out so soon. We also got an announcement and a trailer for Chex Quest HD. Now, speaking of games with cult followings, I did not play Chex Quest. I did not eat checks growing up. I was a Fruity Pebbles and Captain Crunch kid. Captain Crunch's Crunchling Adventure was the weird mythical serial PC game I played, which was a strange game where you designed an almost like weird 2.5D gremlin and you had to... It was almost like a very, very bad version of the Chow Garden from Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2. 
you trained your little crunchling and made it do mini games and it did better in the mini games based on its stats. It does not seem like it was as fun or as well received as Chex Quest, which was a strange doom like that was distributed inside boxes of checks. Well, they're releasing it in high definition with local multiplayer and it's coming out on steam in the summer of 2020 and it's free. So you can just have this game. There are a lot of changes again, since I didn't play the original check quest, I'm not really an expert on those changes. You should look up the trailer, which shows the, I believe five new characters you'll be able to play as it seems like they're putting a lot of love into this game, which if you're going to release a weird old cult classic serial PC game, I guess that's how you should do it. And to be clear, when I say serial, I mean literally the breakfast cereal, not like serialized video games. Gamescom, the world's largest gaming event, announced last week that they would be canceling this year's in-person event due to ongoing concerns with the COVID-19 pandemic. Gamescom is a trade show that takes place annually in Cologne, North Rhine, Westphalia, Germany. And Gamescom 2020 was scheduled to take place starting on August 25th. However, Germany announced a nationwide ban on events last Wednesday that lasts until August 31st. With over 373,000 attendees in 2019, the event certainly would become a hotbed for a potential second wave outbreak especially if we are still lacking a global vaccine or other ways to curb infection by the end of summer. So this decision makes a lot of sense. The press release does also state that this year's Gamescom will continue to take place digitally, and it says more information on the transition is going to come in mid-May. Staying on the theme of cancellations and delays in late march the organizers who run the charity speedrunning event series games done quick announced that summer games done quick the smaller of their two annual charity events would be postponed from the last week of june to the week of august 16th to the 23rd due to ongoing concerns about the covid19 pandemic i'm gonna say that so many more times in the next four months so i'll cut a clip i'll make a soundboard We'll put that button on it. In conjunction with the announced delay, however, the organizers also announced Corona Relief Done Quick, an impromptu three-day marathon benefiting direct relief. Last Friday through Sunday, speedrunners played for a combined 60 hours and raised over $400,000 for direct relief to benefit those hurting the most from the pandemic. I didn't get to catch a lot of the action live, which is fine because many of the games are already live on Games Done Quick's YouTube channel. But I did get to see most of the Link to the Past All Dungeons race. And the From Home, very casual format, was really doing it for me. Uh, there were two runners racing and a third runner on commentary, whose job it is to help explain tricks while the runners are focused on the race. And the three of them were just kind of chit-chatting, talking to each other very casually while they were explaining tricks, talking about how each other's run was going. And honestly, that kind of vibe was very comforting for me. Uh, it, it was nice to see those runners and that marathon kind of taking place in the exact same conditions that my life is taking place. So it was a good watch. If you get a chance, again, those will all be going live on the Games Done Quick YouTube channel. And a lot of those archives are already up. 
and you can just pick it out of a playlist, which will be linked in the show notes, and you can take a look at those runs. Nintendo is at a very busy few days. On Monday, they released a trailer for the World Maker update, the quote, final major update, end quote, for Mario Maker 2, and it's a doozy. The titular edition, the World Maker, finally gives creators a customizable overworld map with up to 8 worlds and 40 custom stages. This tool helps bridge the gap between Mario Maker levels and the Mario World ROM hacks that the series was inspired by, lending cohesion and theming tools to creators who have previously had to rely on fan-made third-party services to make their levels really feel like a Mario game experience. I dipped into the update a little bit, which came out today, but the Mario Maker updates tend to sort of release the night before. And I dipped in just enough to check out a few early player-made worlds. Playing through someone's world is a satisfying way to play through a gallery of their levels. You get a set number of lives at the start, not unlike Mario Maker's Endless Mode. And if you run out of lives, you game over. Unlike Endless Mode, there is no cap on the number of 1-ups you can earn towards your overall run, which adds to the feel of playing a full Mario experience. Am I down to my last few lives? Well, maybe I can grind out these coins, or I can find a way to cheese some one-offs off of some enemies to lower the anxiety levels of finishing this level. There are a lot of small things in the World Maker that are missing. For example, the satisfying way terrain collapsed in Super Mario World to build a path from the level you just beat to a new level doesn't exist here. Instead, you get to see each dot on the map, and the obvious path is simply colored in when you clear a level. The World Maker is also missing one of my favorite aspects of Super Mario World, the hidden exits. The World Maker lets you build side paths, and even lets you add Mushroom House minigame levels like the slot machines from Super Mario 3, but ultimately your experience here is pretty linear. You only have to finish side levels if you want to, otherwise there is no penalty to just taking a straight line from your starting level to the castle. The update also adds a ton of new power-ups, including the Mario 3 Frog Suit, a variation of the Super Mario World Pea Balloon, which is, surprisingly, one of my favorite new power-ups so far, the Super Acorn from New Super Mario Bros, and a fleet of Super Mario 3D World power-ups, including the Boomerang Flower, and a series of wearable items like the Propeller Box. Paired with the addition of each of the seven Koopalings, who all have their own unique moveset, and the Mecha Koopa, a unique enemy missing from Mario Maker 2 that is often used creatively in Kaizo ROM hack levels. There is a bounty of parts here that will hopefully entice creators to come back to building, at least for a while. I'm personally worried that this update is simply too late. Nintendo could have pieced this major update apart into several minor updates which, over the course of the past 6-8 to eight months, would have kept breathing fresh air into a community who had already begun to stale on the game after the first 4 months after release. The silver lining here is that, while the video explicitly states that this will be Nintendo's final major update for Mario Maker 2, hopefully that means the company will continue to support the game with minor updates in the future. I get in these Mario Maker 2 moods where I watch a Mario YouTuber or streamer play through a cool ROM hack, and it gives me all these cool ideas and inspirations to create some Mario levels of my own, and then... I can't quite get anything to come together. The addition of World Maker has again called me back, with the temptation of creating a story through Mario Maker levels. 
It has at least encouraged me to go back through the few levels I have finished and do some much-needed cleanup now that I have more experience watching higher-level creators build and play levels. Nintendo also announced that there would be some new Animal Crossing events on the horizon. Do you get it? A video posted to Tom Nook's official Twitter account, Free Isabel, by the way, lays out the following future events. Nature Day, beginning tomorrow and lasting through May 4th, will add bonus Nature Day opportunities to earn Nook miles. It appears to coincide with the addition of Leaf the Sloth, who will join the cast of rotating salesfolk visiting islands. Leaf sells flowers, of course, but he will also be selling bushes and shrubs, which make their debut in New Horizons. From May 1st to May 7th, villagers will be able to buy a one-time special May Day Nook Miles ticket and visit a special island where apparently my old friend Rover is being held hostage. Later in May, there will be special rewards for visiting your museum for International Museum Day. In June, wedding season kicks off, where you can visit the pervert Harv's Island and earn wedding-themed furniture by helping take anniversary pictures for Cyrus and Reese, the shop owners from Animal Crossing New Leaf. Along with these events, the literal criminal, crazy, jolly Red the Fox will be returning to Animal Crossing with a real and mostly fake art to sell. He literally parks his boat at the back end of your island. How shady is that? The addition of art means that there will also be a museum expansion where you can donate your legitimate art purchases, so I'm guessing this event may coincide with the International Museum Day event. That's going to do it for the headlines. Like I said, I'm still playing a lot of Persona 5 R. I'm still playing a lot of Animal Crossing. I've been dipping back into Elder Scrolls 3 Morrowind, which is easily one of my top three games of all time. Uh, I'm playing that pretty exclusively on stream, which you can watch at twitch.tv slash dtjcomposer. And after I get through enough of that game, I will hopefully have sort of some reporting to say. Uh, what I will say is that the storyline holds up so far. The gameplay is fine. The combat is hilarious. Um, basically, a lot of the same stuff that I have been playing Nothing quite to report back from that yet, but I'm working on some things that hopefully I would like to say soon. That's going to do it for today's show. The intro and outro song is Go By Richard, Not By Dick by Organ Freeman off of their self-titled album, Organ Freeman. Like I said at the top, I am always very appreciative of the people who listen, the people who give me feedback, especially as I continue to kind of go through this sort of newscast style scripted version of the show so if you have any feedback any comments anything like that i am receptive i'm open please let me know thank you for listening the next show is going to go up on april 29th which is gonna be a few days before may and if we are still in our homes by then as long as we are being kept safe it is probably okay Please take care of yourselves this week. Reach out for help if you need it or help others if you can. And be kind when you can. Peace out.